Welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast. Hello, everyone. Oh, Matthew, you're so full of happy beans. And we've also got... I'm Steve, and I'm here as well. Hooray! Yeah. And I'm Alex, and together we are the Trailer Island Podcast. Hot yes. damn. Yeah. You, I like how you looked at me for confirmation there. I what, need, a, what a group of handsome young men we are. I need moral support. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, fine. Been on quite a travel, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, been, a, it's, been, a, it's been, a, been a long, long road. Yes, well, we are the Trailer Island Podcast. We compare films and their trailers. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? And this week, you guys are going to have to convince me. Oh, no, no. I think I'm on your side. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's us against Steve, I think. Dickens. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's a brooding one, I would suggest. And a moody one. A broody and a moody. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Definitely emotional, definitely... Um, yeah, definitely <laughs> made, made me think about death. Oscar nominated, no less. Six... Six nominations. Six Academy Award nominations. All of the nominations. Yeah. So I don't know what I missed, but apparently this is a good movie. <laughs> Ow. Oh, well, I mean, don't give your rating already. Yeah, no. So no well, I'm hoping to have a conversation and maybe I can be convinced of a few things as we go I through. feel like I'm going to be able to be convinced otherwise. I am just going to talk about um, the good things about this film, which I thought there were a lot of. All right, well, since you enjoyed it so much, Stephen, would you like to do the introduction? This week, we're talking about Nomadland. You are one of those lucky people that can travel anywhere. Yes, ma'am, I know. And they sometimes call you nomads. My mom said that you're homeless. Is that true? No, I'm not homeless. I'm just houseless. Not the same thing, right? No. My husband worked at the USG mine in Empire. I was a substitute teacher. It is a tough time right now. You may want to consider early retirement. I need work. I like work. Welcome to Badland Spa. What the nomads are doing is not that different than what the pioneers did. Hey, Fern! Gotta make the hole bigger. <laughs> I think Fern's part of an American tradition. Oh, he's gonna come right through the glass. My dad used to say, what's remembered lives. I maybe spent too much of my life Fern! just remembering. One of the things I love most about this life is that there's no final goodbye. I've met hundreds of people out here, and I don't ever say a final goodbye. Let's just say, I'll, I'll see you down the road. And I do. I see them again. And I can be certain in my heart, I'll see you again. So it just makes you feel a little bit, um, makes you feel like the end is coming. <laughs> Great, we need more I, of that. I don't know that I got <clears throat> that from that at all. I, I, do, I would say that that trailer is actually a really, really good trailer. I, I really mm-hmm. like that trailer. You get so many flavours and so many kind of um, 
I suppose feeling so many emotions throughout that trailer you get happy you get sad yeah. you, get, you get reflective it's funny watching that trailer again after seeing the film as, it, as is always the way I always find this I go yeah that's actually that, that you either go that's a good trailer or a bad trailer and I think that's a very good trailer but it also I feel doesn't reflect how morbid this and I don't mean this in a bad way but how morbid mm-hmm. this film can actually be in places before we get into a synopsis Okay, mm. I just want to give everyone a chance to, I know, mute for about two or three minutes because I went into this film not knowing what it was about, and I think that's probably the best way to go into this film as well. Okay, yeah. So there's your warning. Oh, mute. I see. I see what you mean. Mute now, because we're going to talk about synopsis. Okay, you're going to talk about synopsis. Do you want it? I was like, <laughs> well, I was just thinking. I was just quickly thinking about the trailer that mm. it's a lots of lots of Francis McDormand playing Fern. Yeah. Yes. Walking around. And the film is a lot of Fern <laughs> walking. walking around. Only in so. that trailer, she does seem slightly more charismatic. Oof. We're going yeah, to disagree. <laughs> disagree about a couple All of right. things. All right. Synopsis. Fire away, okay. Steve. So this is uh, documenting uh, Fern after her husband has passed away. Uh, they've both lived in a, in a small town for most of their lives. Empire. Empire. Uh, shut down because of um, financial troubles. Uh, and she's decided to hit the road. Well, they literally the postcode for her town was abandoned. Yeah. It was struck from the record because it just did not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that, she's, is that true, by the way, just before we get into it? Is this based on a true story? I, I assume yeah, it is. I believe yeah? it is. Because yeah. that is actually, I found that whole, whole prologue very interesting. That, mm. that setup is, like, the fact that that can happen is... Yeah, this is sort of all, it all spirals out from the, the financial crisis 2008. So yeah, uh, she's decided to hit the road um, and she's sort of getting her bearings living on the road. Uh, and uh, the movie tries to make sure to reinforce the fact that this is a conscious decision. She's not being forced into living on the road. This is something she's choosing to do. Well, yeah. she says in the trailer, I'm not homeless, I'm houseless. Exactly. Which I thought was a nice little It is. I sentiment. Like, that little scene is quite nice. Both in the trailer and in the context mm-hmm. of the film, it's kind of like, that's, that's you can see that she's obviously aware people find this is a strange idea, but she's also quite, well, apparently quite content with it as well at the same yeah. time. She doesn't sort of feel like she ever has to completely convince people of this of this choice of hers, but you can tell that she's sort of okay with it. Mm-hmm. But having said that, we do see some, um, well, a lot of the negatives of that lifestyle in sort of living out of a van. We also see a lot of the positives. I would agree, yes. Um, which is why I, I, I immensely enjoy, enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. And I thought it, it tried to do something that uh, not a lot of films tried to do, and that is to convince an audience... To, to respect the choice. And the choice in this film is I'm going to, for lack of a better word, be homeless. Mm. I'm going to travel America and that's, that's all I want to do until the day I die. And, and this whole film is, is Francis McDormand's character trying to convince or at least deflect questions maybe challenging that. Yeah, sure. I'd agree with that. So uh, I would like to know what's what's the deal, guys? What's <laughs> um, where where is this movie going wrong for you? I would suggest for me. Well, let me start with what what I really liked about it. Because obviously, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's this is the worst thing ever made because it isn't. It is actually very skillfully made. Um, the cinematography is astounding. The way this film is shot, I thought was was terrific. There's a bit of shaky camera work here and there, but it actually kind of works to add that claustrophobia. Like you're living in a van, small space, and then you get these wonderful panoramas of the environment she's in, which is just this open, vast 
land sometimes harsh. It, I, I thought it depicted weather quite well, like when it's cold. Mm. I felt cold when she was cold trying to sleep in, in her van. And um, I actually really like her character and the premise. Where it goes wrong for me is in the pacing. And also I find that the film doesn't... It attempts to give you breaks with a bit of comedy. And there are a few moments that are sort of make you a bit... Uh, chuckle a bit, they're a bit cheeky. But I find that it's too relentless in its broodiness. Mm -hmm. It's too broody mm -hmm. for me. I would have liked it to have lightened up. Not to sacrifice any of the themes that the film has or the character moments but just lighten up a little bit if possible, I think would have been good. And, it, and I, I found it got too heavy for me. Nice. Well, I found it difficult to engage with. You know, there, there just almost wasn't enough going on. I don't know. I, I, I just don't think I was in the right mindset. This is really a mindset movie to be enjoying it. And it is a long slug. It wasn't the flavour that I was after in this movie that I was kind of expecting. I do feel like maybe it glorifies it a little bit, mm -hmm. the idea of travelling in a van. It certainly shows the downsides in some aspects, but I don't know that it really show the nitty-gritty. What I did really like is that I know that, aside from maybe a few key characters, that most of these people are real. Yeah, I found that very interesting. And they've done really well. You know, They might be playing themselves a character, but you know, they are all... Mm. nomads they are all travelers there's a sense um, of it being kind of a documentary at times isn't yeah, it? yeah and that and that's where i also struggled a little bit as well it was really straddling that line it, it genuinely felt like a documentary at points mm. with a hollywood actor playing the part of mm -hmm. you know their offside and it just sort of at points it didn't know what it needed to be it needed to be a documentary or it needed to be more dramatized about sure. some of the stuff but at the same time i get what it was trying to do yeah, okay. It makes sense, but I just... Oh, it could have been <laughs> half an hour shorter. Okay. Uh, I unfortunately would, would agree. I, I think... Don't get me wrong. I understand that, that this film has a, has a very deliberate pace. They've done that by choice because it's this idea of it's quite slow because she, the idea is that she's not under this time restraint of, of us who work... Well, we're, on, we're stuck on an island, but other people who work Monday to Friday, you know, that kind of busy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have that. Her whole life is contained within that van and that's all she has to... I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but that's all she has to look after. And so her life perhaps seems a little bit slower. And I think the film's trying to reflect that in its pacing. But I found that it needs to be like an elastic band. You can't have one pace for two hours. You have to speed up a little bit. You'd have to then slow down. Like This is just simple story structure stuff. Mm. I found the film never had any peaks where I, things got more exciting and then you kind of have that, oh, breath out, like everything's okay. I found it was too level. I, I would disagree with that. I felt like there there were peaks. There were some really good peaks. I think uh, scenes with, with Dave, played by David, David Strathan. Um, yeah, he was great. They, they, they peaked for me. They were like, okay, there's this character that's sort of challenging Fern's beliefs here. And I, I genuinely think like one of the, the, the best scenes in this in this film is when... Fern decides she's sort of going to be like half living with David for a little period, mm -hmm. and you can see how uncomfortable Fern is with this static lifestyle. Ha! Huh. Is this like Mortal Engines? The difference between having a mobile lifestyle and no, no, no. a static. This is a good film. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just had that thought. I had to put it out there. What a comparison! I know, right? How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, I definitely think there are there are, there are peaks and troughs in this, but I do agree with you. This is this is definitely a slow burn. Sure. Now you say Matthew mentioned before that it was it's got six nods for the Oscars. Yeah. What actually has it? 
been nominated for? Well, Best Picture and Best Director first up. Mm-hmm. I think Best Cinematography is definitely in there. And Best Writer. Uh, yeah, Best uh, Adapted Screenplay. Can it, what's written in this? It sort of sort of seems like they've thrown a camera, she's driven yeah. around and like... And, that, and that's uh, my uh, question. Uh, and, and I don't know the answer, obviously, but my question would be, have they turned up to this place knowing what they want Fern to do? And if she and literally gone up and said, hey, guys, look, we're making a movie. Who wants to be in it? Is that how they did? Well, how no, much no, yeah. this is, this is a, I think you've got to give it a little bit more credit. This is a really, really highly focused character study. This is this hmm. is about a person who who lived in one place for so many years of her life has now decided to uproot that and is now almost struggling to adjust to this new life on the road. But as soon as she does adjust to it, she realizes that that this life on the road is as closed and maybe a little isolated as her as her former life, but like her former life can can have those those silver linings. Okay. You yeah, know, yeah. we see the end there, it, it's all about the people you meet on the road. You're suggesting the van is a metaphor. Of course, yes. yes. Of course. Frances McDormand is nominated for Best Actress. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit disappointed not to see David Strathan in there. Not for Best Supporting Actor, but we persevere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best film editing. Now, Chloe Zhao, Zhao. Yeah. she wrote, directed, and edited this. Yeah. So she's in a, for good running here for an Oscar, isn't she? I think so, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, good for her. Could she make a better movie? Uh, well, let's, let's see, because she's actually slated to do a Marvel movie next. Now, actually, that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what that would look like. When I found out that she had written, directed, and edited this film, mm. my first question was... How is she going to handle letting go of some of the responsibilities on a big budget film like that? Because we've seen what can happen in that sort of regard. Edgar Wright, Ant-Man, for example. <laughs> What's wrong with that movie? No, no, I'm just saying that high pressure intensity, that, that corporate movie mentality isn't uh, for everyone. Okay. Zack no, Snyder. That's, that's a conversation for a, for a couple of weeks' time. I, I think, think so. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put that one away for the moment. This is clearly a labour of love, this movie, obviously. And I can, tell, I can tell that a lot of heart has gone into it. I just think I don't understand the method that has been used for this. For me, it doesn't work. Okay. And that's fine. Like, I, I'm sure, I mean, I know we had Will McDonald on for Australia um, month and we've spoken to him about this movie and he, he really liked it. Yeah. So, and that's fine. Um, I just think for me, it's, I, I, I sat down and I, re- I love the cinematography that drew me in. Mm. But I found I just couldn't connect with it. Okay. And I've even actually been driving... I lived out of a van in New Zealand for a holiday for about two weeks or so. So I even liked sort of the seeing her mm. cooking in the van, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, cool. I, that kind of just brings back memories for me as to when I kind of did that. So I kind of knew what she felt like on the road, but I still couldn't connect with it. It was odd. Well, it's a bit of a difference, isn't it? Because I sort of thought to myself, I want, you know, could I do this? Her living in a van is out of necessity. And yes. there isn't a... A safety net. If you go for travelling in a van, you've got a safety net, you're going to go home, despite you travelling in the middle of a pandemic. That timing... That is something else. <laughs> wasn't, ...wasn't fantastic. A lot of people have, in conversation to them outside of our little beach spot here on the island, like, have you know, convinced me that maybe I do actually need to watch this a second time <laughs> when because I was just so tired. Uh, you know, just watch it again. And I think if I watch it with some other people as well, I might sort of get a bit more of a vibe. I don't think I'd want to watch this with another person. Okay. I think I'd be too worried about them getting bored. 
Mm. And I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm saying like I, like I, you know, there are sometimes films where you. you I remember going to see Mad Max Fury Road, having been uh, talking up to a friend how excited I was to go and see it, and I remember sitting there thinking, I hope this is good. You know that kind of thing. Like I hope after I've amped this film up, there'd be. And I feel like if I sat down to watch this with a friend or someone and get half hour in, and I realize that I'm not enjoying it, I go, Are they resenting the fact that I'm forcing them to watch this movie now? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, it's that kind of movie for me. Yeah, I think you're always going to have that problem with again the slow burns. Mm. But can I can I offer? And it might just be, this might be an easy cop out, but is this not aimed at our generation? Maybe. Is this is this a movie for grey no, grey nomads? No, I suppose it could serve as a, a warning message of sorts. It's a difficult I'm, movie. I'm 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 finding it really difficult to present an opinion on this because <laughs> I just feel so grey about it. Okay, I've enjoyed talking about it more than I have yeah. watching it. I don't know. Th- this will sound horrible, and I don't mean this on the same degree as like the Taylor Swift documentary or anything like that. But I was definitely keen for it to end. I, I'd kind of got oh maybe over an hour in and thought. Okay, I've watched an hour of this now and nothing's really grabbed me. I just have to get through this now mm-hmm. and so I can see the end, basically. And I, I'm not one for walking out of movies or not finishing movies. I always try and see them through to the end, but this one, it, it, was, a, it was a marathon to get to the end there. It's a struggle. Trailer Island actually is doing quite well. Hooray. Sort of cru- uh, cruising through the best films category this year. And so cool. I think we've watched about four of the seven nominees. Have we? Yeah, we've watched this. We've watched Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Mank. Oh, there we go. I forgot oh, about Mank. We are so and cultured. Minari. It's an easy question to sort of ask, but should this qualify as a best film? It depends on... Look, it's, these things are always subjective, which I think is always the issue with these awards ceremonies that come around every year, is it depends on the people who are voting for them, really. I, I would suggest that when you put this film up against something like Sound of Metal, which even though... I found was over long and, and sometimes convoluted, I found much more compelling than this. I go, no, I can't. This film would not compare to something like Sound of Metal or even Mank, which is a film I did not understand at the time. Mm-hmm. I still feel like was better made mm-hmm. or paced better. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? We, we oh, uh, Trial of Chicago 7 was terrific. That's, to mm-hmm. me, that was engaging. It was pacey, but it dealt with heavy themes. It had loads of all these different character moments. It's, it's hard to compare them because they're all such different films. I'm glad I'm not the one voting at the, the Oscars. I'd be useless. Yeah. You put any film up against one another and it's, it's it becomes muddy. I don't know if I would call this one of the best films of 2020. No. Which is why I'm... I, I, really, I really enjoyed the film. I really did. But this film didn't do anything momentous or... or, or, or or transformative or anything like that. It told a very, very good, precise story in my mind, but I don't think it's best picture-worthy, maybe. Nominations came out yesterday, and the ceremony will be on Anzac Day. Okay, so... And for our non-Australian audiences, Anzac Day is on... April 25th. Thank you. Let's give this thing a rating, because okay. I feel like, you know, I think we've aired our, our, our bits about it. Out of five... Toilet buckets. Toilet buckets? Yeah, that's fair. No, I think that's... Uh, you, you hit that on the head there, Steve. Not that the film is a toilet bucket. No, oh, no, no, no. That is a reference to something that happens within the film. No, that's right. Not the film itself. 
I'm not even going to argue with that. You could say like broken plates or something. But oh, see, that was the one moment. That, that woke me up. That Yeah, that was the one moment where I did kind of go, oh, something interesting's happened. Totally like it. Totally yeah. Right. I'll go first. Look, All right. Frances McDormand in this is fantastic. She does a great job. David Stratham is fantastic as well. I found him a breath of fresh air when he came mm, into the yeah. film. I was like, oh, something else is happening. <laughs> I thought that her character itself was very selfish and I got frustrated with her at times. I was like, why are you making these decisions? And she's so standoffish in moments. We kind of talked about that earlier. You know, the photography is fantastic and, and there's nothing to you know, fault technically, but I just couldn't engage with it as much as I hoped or mm-hmm. wished that I would. I think there's an opportunity to watch it a second time if I can. And I think it will be a film that ages quite well. It, it does have its good merits. So I'm going to go with a three. Okay. Okay, I like that. I think I agree with a lot of what you've got to say. And I, and I would agree, I... I I love this trailer. I saw this trailer and thought that looks brilliant. I love that idea. A film about about these these nomad people and obviously one one person who's going through some stuff. And I found I sat down and just could not just pierce through that initial layer of no pun intended, but film like glad wrap around the outside of a movie and get inside to it and, and engage with it. And so I, I found myself getting frustrated with the movie. I thought, let's like come on, let's let's push through here let's have some kind of breakthrough moment and it never really came for me like i said i, I did love seeing the, the the actual just mechanics of living in a van that i found that interesting we mentioned it somehow being kind of like a documentary at certain points and i think it would have made a very good documentary to have a documentary about these people that because they're real you know they're out there they do exist in in america and i'm sure other places on the, on the planet it would have been interesting to learn about that lifestyle from a much more factual point of view Love the way it looks. I think just in terms of cinematography, that's my favorite thing about it, just to look at like some of the best mountain shots I think I've seen um, mm-hmm. in a recent movie. But uh, I I wasn't that impressed with it, and I think that comes back on me more than the movie, but I'm going to give it two. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it four. I You need to be prepared for a slow burn. You <laughs> need to be prepared for that. That's It's it's going to be – takes a while to, to, to sort of take off. But when it hits the emotional – beats it, it hits them really really well and like he said my, my my favorite scene in this is is her living in our house and and just absolutely feeling so uncomfortable and so restless Frances McDormand definitely deserves best actress for this I think it could have been a bit, little bit more concise though mm-hmm. Chloe's out I think maybe drags out some of her points or maybe repeatedly hits these points that she maybe doesn't need to uh, in terms of, of this sort of film about characters that shouldn't need to apologise for the way they live, I, I really loved watching that. I thought it was a really, really good theme to really hammer home and really explore as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, an easy four. I'm sure when the uh, the Oscars actually happen, we'll all be made, well, Alex and I will be made to look a little foolish maybe when everyone loves it, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't think it's going to win. I, I, I well, we'll see. We can't we'll really see. predict that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We, maybe we can we can do an Oscar special or something like that down the line. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, hey, look, we've been the Trailer Island podcast, and that was Nomadland with a sneaky nine out of fifteen. 
Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with us via Facebook. You can send us an email, contact at trailerisland.com.au. If you haven't already, you could like our Facebook page. If you are enjoying the podcast, give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic. It helps us find new audiences and grow the podcast and get more requests in. Send in a request if you've got one because we rely on you for that. We've got plenty of those coming up soon as well. Uh, I've been Alex and I've been joined by... Matthew. Mary Lou. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we've been the Trailer Island Podcast. I think it's a good night, everybody. Yeah, good night. I can't stun the van. It won't start. Swanky. <laughs> What's wrong with your van? I, it won't start. We can't get it going. Uh, push it. Push it. Push. Push. Oh, Put sorry. No, wait. No, the handbrake's on. That's oh. it. Back to Winnipeg. <laughs> Let go of the handbrake, Matthew. Sorry. Sorry. All right, here we go. Good night, everybody. <laughs>